This is the MoveChannel.com's Property Inspector, taking a closer look at global real estate each month. In February's podcast, we investigate the latest calls from the Office of Fair Trading, who have said that the lettings market needs more regulation. Analyzing 4,000 complaints received by people renting a home, the OFT have found 1,500 of them were about fees and charges, while over 1,200 were about agents providing a poor service. They follow similar statements from both the Property Ombudsman and the Royal Institution of Chartered Surveyors. With the number of tenants constantly rising, the market is now a £1 billion per annum business, handling £14 billion per year of clients' money. But at the moment, anybody can become a lettings agent. There are around 11,500 in the country at the moment, but the exact number is unclear because there's no single official register. This system sees horror stories from tenants and landlords popping up every few weeks. Complaints to the property ombudsman were up by 12% in 2012 compared to 2011. The Royal Institution of Chartered Surveyors calls the rented sector the property industry's Wild West. Are they right? Does the sector need a sheriff? Should lettings agents be regulated? I sat down with James Davis, CEO of UPAD, the UK's largest online letting agent, to discuss the situation. James, thank you for joining me. The government is currently trying to declutter red tape across the board, but rentals aren't going anywhere for both economic and lifestyle reasons. With more people becoming tenants, a regulation is necessary to protect a growing portion of the population. My personal view is that I think it's um, unfair that it should be compulsory for letting agents to be licensed. I think those that operate in the state and are using the rental market should remember the, the saying fire beware um, rather than relying on enforcement um, of regulations. Notwithstanding that the amount of complaints out there, I think the, the OFT in the last 12 months has in fact 4,000 complaints and the property ombudsman had, had 8,000 or so complaints, generally about fees and deposits and just sort of how well the relationship works. Just to put this into sort of perspective, those 12,000-ish complaints in the last year have come about from sort of the two to three million penalties that were created last year, which is well less than one percent of, of all tenancies um, complained about. And I don't know how that necessarily compares with other industries, but I think it's important that we put this into perspective. And of course, there are more complaints as the rental market is growing uh, and more people entering into it. But we do need to keep things into perspective. But outside of netting agents, I think it's very important that we should also look at the fact that there's no regulation for landlords to trade uh, as, as, as such. Um, and in effect, they are running a business. And it could be argued that there should be training that is compulsory or, or is suggested for the landlords too. And I think part of the reason why there are so many complaints, an increasing amount of complaints going on um, at the moment is because there is no formal training for agents, for landlords, and also for tenants. So it's not surprising if, if all three players in the space uh, don't have to be, uh, haven't had formal training, that there are an increasing amount of complaints going on. If letting agents were trained to a certain standard, uh, received qualifications, would that training be enough instead of full regulation and enforcement? There's voluntary schemes like um, ARLA, of which I and UPAD are accredited members. Um, and what that offers is protection in terms of money laundering, um, if the agent is looking after client monies or, or deposits and, and securing them, um, but also that they've done professional exams, which is sort of the equivalent of, a, of an A-level, so that the person you are dealing with understands um, what the letting process is actually all about. But 
only a minority of letting agents in the UK are actually members of ARLA. There are almost 12,000 firms involved in rental property in the UK, but we still don't know that for sure. Should there at least be some kind of official compulsory register so we can track agents in the country? To my, my fear, if there was formal regulation for landlords uh, to be accredited, it is, is that it would drive a lot of rogue landlords underground and it'd be very hard to police them. Um, what I think makes more sense to keep things above ground is to have a voluntary scheme that makes tenants aware of the fact of, of what to look out for, like whether a landlord is a member of an accreditation scheme or a landlord association, um, how long they've been trading for, um, etc. And using those kite marks that are out there, you know, maybe go on the Isla website instead of see what agents operate in their local area to uh, know they're moving to a property where that landlord is, 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 a, is a professional one and not an uneducated even for those who are members of groups such as Arla, its its kite mark isn't displayed in a very prominent, eye-catching way. Compare that to the number of right move logos you see in estate agents' windows. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think what the letting agent market lacks is the general awareness that the airline industry have got with their Apple number. That generally, it's sort of you know a given now, people are aware to to, to check that that a airline or travel company has got a, a an Apple number. And there just isn't the awareness amongst consumers um, of um, what what kite marks to look out for in terms of ARLA logos, the National Landlord Association logos, London Landlord Accreditation Scheme logos, etc. Um, and, and I think it's down to those organisations to sort of promote their their worth. So I think from a tenant perspective, tenants should look beyond that property and look at who it's been let by. You know, is that letting agent um, ARLA accredited? Um, and if they're listening directly from the landlord, are they a member of um, the National Landlord Association or the RLA, for example? Um, and just to do your own due diligence and listen to buyer beware stocks, I think is really important that tenants should be made aware of. And again, the same applies when you're choosing to use a listing agent. You know, buyer beware, sort of look into the landlord that you're looking to work with, to maybe speak to some of his previous tenants to see how long he's been uh, a landlord for. Um, what deposit scheme he uses, is he a member of a, an accreditation scheme or a landlord association, and those sort of things. There are always horror stories appearing in the media. Uh, one of the worst I've seen recently was a landlord with a house that could fit six people who was found to be renting out to nine. Uh, he placed beds in the kitchen all over the house. After being issued with a fine for not having a house of multiple occupation licence, he claimed the group had lied to him and said that they were all one family. As much as rogue landlords are a problem, the current loopholes are just as dangerous for decent landlords, aren't they? There's quite a big stance for sort of the smoke and mirrors here because there is just sort of this lack of understanding of rules and regulations by landlords and also by tenants. And so it's not surprising that situations like that arise. Um, you know, interestingly, we have a, a newsletter that UPED produces on a weekly basis, which um, landlords can sign up to on our homepage. Um, and that gives a useful hints and tips about how to manage your property successfully and, and to avoid pitfalls such as that. And what I'm generally amazed by is that there, that there is a lot of landlords out there that aren't a member of an association or reading trade press, for example. And so one thing that we're sort of put the flag in the sand on is, is to proactively offer advice and information to landlords um, and tenants about how to let successfully, um, given the fact that there isn't sort of the formal training that is out there. The newsletter we produce uh, gets read really widely, um, and there's over 100 
talks that we did around the country last year that were attended by sort of just over 10,000 landlords. So I think one of the biggest issues in the market at the moment is, is the lack of education. I think also landlords have a choice as well. You know, where they want to let their property, uh, clearly they've got the three options out there. The first is to self-manage through online notice boards um, like Gumtree, to use a traditional high street agent, or to use businesses like UPED, um, where we explain clearly what our fees are for tenant referencing and for advertising the property, um, plus a whole wealth of information that we have online um, about how to um, run your property as a business um, and understand what the pitfalls are and what the, reg what the regulations say should be out there. And so I think when a landlord's looking to advertise a property, whichever of the three options they're looking to use, just do your own due diligence to make sure that um, uh, the letting agent you're looking to use is accredited um, or looking to you pad about testimonials of other landlords that have used it. Um, and just make sure people are going into things with their eyes open from the landlord's perspective and also the owner's perspective. The Royal Institution of Chartered Surveyors called the letting sector the property industry's Wild West. Is that a fair description? I, I think the amount of rogue landlords or agents that operate, yes, uh, you know, are, are a very, very small minority. Yes, they tarnish the sector as, as it happens in other uh, industries too. Um, I think the issue of, of having a sheriff or, or compulsory licensing of some sort, I think will have a disastrous effect in driving the sector underground. And those that operate you know, unprofessionally or uh, agents that operate unprofessionally will just be driven underground and will be harder to track. I think it's important to keep things above the surface and to make the, the consumers within the space, which is landlords and tenants, both aware of um, the kite marks to look out for that relate to best practice um, and, and trust. James, thank you very much. What do you think? Should letting agents be regulated? Get in touch on facebook.com slash the move channel or find us on Twitter at the move channel. The property inspector will return next month. Oh,